Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Good morning, Americans. It's Monday. The most exciting day of the week because we've got five full days to do this, to be together, to hang out, and uh, just to have a laugh or sing a song. You know, sometimes it feels like we just get started. Before you know it, comes a time we have to say so long. That time is not yet here, though, since we're just starting. That's good. I was worried there. Yeah. You were already <clears throat> calling it a week. <laughs> uh, we've got the uh, Pat Gray bingo card. It's yeah. back. It's back. And this time, it's pissed. Yeah. Yeah. So so you, uh, you, you can win $35 to spend in the Blaze Media Shop. Which should buy you almost anything on there, right? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. We... I guess we just can't afford it if it goes to $36. Then well, that's too much. It right? was actually going to be $25. Oh, no. And and then uh, I guess they couldn't figure out how to make the computer toss in free shipping. So uh, you're going to okay. get $35 in shipping, which will actually be much less than $10. So it's kind of weird. So... so what you're doing is if you go to Twitter and you go to Pat Unleashed, mm-hmm. right now pinned to the top of your page hmm. is the bingo card and if you want to print it up and play along when you hear these things throughout the week on the show you mark bingo mm-hmm. then you call 888-900-3393 and tell them what's on the card pat well we start in the uh, upper left hand corner with fun <laughs> because of that psycho girl who uh Screamed a, a different sort of f word i was gonna say you had to be more specific there are mm-hmm. so many of those psycho girls videos out there <laughs> Uh, Jeffy saying, getting some business. Uh, Jen Saki, we'll have to circle back on that. Yeah, we'll cir- have to circle back on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Decrepit Joe impersonation. <gasps> this doesn't count because uh, we're just explaining. <gasps> I can't find my pants. Uh, liberals eating their own. Rounds out the top line there. Then we got oh. by all that is good and holy. Uh, <laughs> I love the Chinese people too, but come on. I love Chinese people too, but come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, making the apocalypse fun. Godzilla shriek. Sounds like this. Such every, a great sound. I don't know. Every time I change I my it. phone to when I get a text to be that sound. Yeah. It like an hour later it just says, nah, I'm done. Really? It's really breaking my heart. Remember yeah, when Jeffy is. texted me on the air and it yes. didn't make a noise? I keep changing it back and it like it's like a Godzilla it won't boycott. A, won't accept it, huh? It's making me mad. That's weird. Dude. Yeah. Uh then Jeffy saying, How about no? <laughs> uh we've got this. I hate every uh iota of a cracker. No uh, that, no didn't, stock- that didn't seem to be. Well, no. The, uh, There's no stockpile. No, that didn't really. Yeah, yeah. Let me just fix it. So that. every iota of a cracker. Every iota of a cracker sounds more like this than Kamala Harris. I hate white people. There you go. All of them. Every <laughs> last, last iota, iota of, a cracker, of a cracker. I hate it. All right. Uh, in the buttocks. <laughs> in the middle square, I could care less. Just one of our pet peeves. It should be, I couldn't care less. <laughs> Ah, it's fine. Uh, usually uh, that's attached to some kind of uh, tragic story or <laughs> some sort of yeah. catastrophic story. Yeah, we're fine. 
And then you got Biden, <laughs> Joe Biden. I'm not joking. Mm-hmm. Usually when he says something uh, really racist. Uh, in Delaware, mm-hmm. the largest growth in population is Indian Americans <laughs> moving from India. You mm-hmm. cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts yeah. unless you have a slight Indian accent. So fully, am I, I'm not joking. No, we know you're not. We know you're actually a racist. You're not joking about that. That's great. Keith, I can't. No, oh, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't. And then it just ends there because yeah. it's too frustrating to say another word. <laughs> yep. Uh, Trump says, this guy's a liar. And this guy's a liar. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Wheel of Cancel. Oh. Yeah, the song, If Turtles Weren't So Stupid. Mm. Do we have that? Oh, no. Oh, boy. Oh, I was gonna. Yeah, we probably if didn't alert. Ah, there we go. So stupid, nice job, Rob. Put straws in their noses. When I see a straw, I, I put, put it in my mouth. <laughs> straws don't belong there, but the turtles don't know why. Because they're so dumb, right? So maybe they all deserve. Oh, maybe. To die. That's beautiful. Isn't that pretty. That was pretty. <laughs> then we've got, uh, I'm not your trained monkey. Uh, asinine. I won't abide it. Uh, Biden's bad at cath care. Brock and I think it's a right <laughs> for people that have bad at cath care. Okay. Uh, Keith, a Fauci impersonation. Oh. Okay. Okay. All right. And then a cluster event. <laughs> event not usually being the word that follows cluster. Huh. Just just for when you're on the air. Uh, a little bit safer. Uh, all right. So yesterday, the uh, March Madness brackets were announced. Mm-hmm. How'd, how'd your team do? Nebraska didn't seem to be uh, in much of a matchup there. Um, yeah. Didn't, yeah. In fact, didn't seem to be on many of the brackets they that I saw. They lost in round one of the Big Ten tournament, as is typically the case. You know what their record was this year? Uh, very little a, to a lot. Yeah, okay. so there's a little on the left and a lot on the right. That's in fact, they have never won an NCAA tournament game. What? Never. Oh wow! They've won the NIT, yeah. but when they get to the big dance, never, never won a, a not a single game. No, and they were really screwed over when they last huh. played against Baylor, like I don't know, six, seven years ago. But I don't even think they've been back since that moment. Wow. But yeah, oh for everything. Okay. Mm-hmm. BYU meantime uh, got a six seed. And they will take on the winner of the play-in game, Michigan State-UCLA. Oh. So. Wait a minute. I'm guessing Michigan State. You're saying it wrong. You're saying Michigan State wrong. They have a new name. You know this. Oh, yeah. It's Michigan State. It's it's uh, uh, Michigan State Spartans. presented. No, yeah. Michigan State Spartans presented by Rocket Mortgage University. Which is kind of tough to fit on a bracket, if you think about it. The M S. Yeah, I didn't hear them say that much on the, when they announced the brackets yesterday. There was not much. Our... Michigan State Spartans presented by Rocket Mortgage. <laughs> Nobody's going to say that. <laughs> who is going to say that? It's the dumbest thing ever. In an age where sponsor patch- <laughs> patches are on every NBA uniform and the Nike swoosh has hit every MLB jersey. <laughs> Maybe it was only a matter of time before companies started pushing for the actual names of major American sports teams. Michigan State entered new territory last Thursday by announcing a massive expansion in its endorsement deal with Rocket Mortgage. Yeah, I guess. When you're attaching them to the name of your university? (laughs) Uh, 
On just the basketball team, though. Oh, oh, just okay. Yeah, so just the basketball. Get it team. on football. Rather than calling them the Michigan State Spartans, the team will now receive the following treatment in uh, East Lansing's Breslin Center. Under the new five-year deal, Detroit-based Rocket Mortgage will be the presenting sponsor of the famed men's basketball team, which uh, which will now be known throughout the Breslin Center as MSU Spartans presented by Rocket Mortgage. That's embarrassing. That is. I don't mind telling you. That's embarrassing. I mean, you're whoring out your university. That is just... Pathetic. So on the bracket, it should be MSUS PBRM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Wow. I mean, that's nuts. And, but is it going to start a trend? Uh, sure, it will. You think they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna be the only ones who have absolutely no shame? No, there's going to be a lot of teams that do this, especially after COVID 19 has. How much are they getting? Uh, it didn't say. Actually. And they're a good team. I don't think it said. No, I mean, this is a legendary team. Right, right. This is where Magic Johnson went to school. Mm-hmm. And now you're doing this? Yeah. Come so, on. I, I, like, let's just say it's $5 million. I, I have no idea. You know, is it a million a year or whatever? Business questions actually own the it's, team rather than giving them millions of millions. Yeah, it doesn't even it doesn't well, even give us the number. How much would it be worth, though? Yeah. To whore, whore out your university? $100 million? Would you do that for $100 million? Totally. Sure. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I, I would mean, too. Hundred million. Sure. I'll be Pat Gray, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. If you want to give me ten ten million dollars. Yeah. For I'll do that. And then you have to wear it on your clothing every so, day. So. <laughs> that's fine. You know I'm saying like everywhere you go. I'll do it. Yeah. Oh, I'd totally do that. Sure. Just Whatever. Letting you know, Rocket Mortgage. But like a, te- <laughs> like a team like <laughs> Nebraska though. It's like maybe five bucks a game. Yeah. <laughs> Six yeah. bucks. Sometimes it's just a detriment to the sponsor. Right. So. You know what? I'll tell you what, guys. They'll pay you not to say their name. You're, you're on a losing streak. Why don't <laughs> we just go ahead and not wear those jerseys the rest of this year? Uh, and I know, you, I know you care, Pat, but I filled out my bracket last night having not watched a nanosecond of college hoops mm. this year. Mm-hmm. I've got Georgia Tech over Creighton. <clears throat> <laughs> okay. And the, what? The championship yeah, game? Yeah, championship game. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, BYU Georgia. went far. By the way, did they in the Keith bracket? Well, uh-huh. they've got probably they've got either Michigan State or UCLA, which is a tough first round matchup. Mm-hmm. And then if they win that, probably Texas. They don't so have to... just to get to the Sweet Sixteen, they've got to beat some pretty good basketball teams. But they're not going to have to take on the entire corporate realm that is Morgan uh, Rocket State Rocket Mortgage, sponsored by yeah. Rocket, presented by Rocket yeah. Mortgage. I mean, it's just yeah. stupid. Yeah, very. <laughs> so very who, who do you think is going to win it all? Uh, you have more of a clue I than B- I do. BYU is going to win it all. So, where'd you get that one? <laughs> I think Gonzaga is going to win it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, Gonzaga is just too tough this year. Mm. They're twenty six and zero for a reason because they're pretty darn good. Wow. So, yeah. So they haven't lost in a couple of years. They haven't right? lost they since the last time they played. Well, the the last team to beat them was BYU last February. And uh, they haven't lost since. And they played some good teams, especially at the beginning beginning of the year. They they beat Kansas, mm-hmm. they beat Oregon, they beat uh, well, they beat everybody they played. So anyway, there's your uh, there's your March Madness mm-hmm. roundup here. And they're all going to be played in the same building. All the games, not across the country, all in Indianapolis. Well, yeah, not in the same building, but in the same city. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought they were got, all going to be in Lucas Oil. No, they've got several different sites. Wow. You can't. 
I mean, the, the the tournament would take a year and a half. That's what I was thinking. Like, I didn't know if they were going to break the, into like four quadrants and have yeah. the games all going at one time. No, they're using no. Lucas okay. Lucas Oil. Oh, they're using uh, Butler's Stadium. Okay, my I bad. I think Purdue's in there somewhere. Mm. I don't know. So yeah, they're they're using a bunch of different uh, courts. Uh, also, just a quick uh, sports note that also kind of has a BYU tie. Drew Brees retired over the weekend, uh, which finally. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, does free up Taysom Hill. Everybody thinks that Jameis Winston is going to be the guy, though. I mean, I haven't heard a single person say, yep, uh, Taysom Hill has now been cleared as the uh, starting quarterback and the heir apparent to Drew Brees, even though he signed a four-year, $140 million deal. $35 million a year. But that starts next year. And it's voidable. All years are voidable uh, at the team's discretion, I think. So so the way I I think this is going to work is if he does become the starter this year and does really play well, then maybe that contract will not be voided. But anything short of him having a tremendous year will allow them to void the contract. Yikes. Nothing. But he's going to make $12 million this year. Uh, so we went from six hundred thousand dollars to twelve million a year, which is not bad at all. <laughs> but uh, uh, Drew Brees gone now. I, all of our all of our football heroes from the last twenty years are now starting to retire. It really it's sad, and it kind of reminds you that you're getting old. I was going to say, ironically you know? enough, though, Tom Brady just signed. He's at least two more years. <laughs> oh yeah, he's he's never going to retire. They're talking about him maybe playing till he's 50. 50! I think George Blanda has the record at 48, right? We should look into that. Yeah, I think it's George Blanda, but George Blanda was not at the pinnacle of his game like Tom Brady is. Yeah, 48. Yeah, I mean, that's just amazing. And he was a kicker as well, right? Yes. (laughs) He was a kicker, backup quarterback. Actually, he started uh, for a while for several different teams. Amazing. Yeah, incredible. And to think that in this day and age, with these players so big and so fast, uh, that when they hit you, they break down your body because you get slammed to the turf over and over and over again. To think a guy who has been through all that could make it into his mid-40s is just incredible. And still be good. Really incredible. Uh, 888-933-93. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Let me take a minute to tell you about ExpressVPN. Uh, you supported Trump, probably. Well, now they're coming for you. The left will continue their campaign of censorship and repression and cancel culture until every last voice of opposition has been crushed. And they're backed by the media, of course, and some of the largest tech companies in the world. Big tech and the far left have this unholy alliance, as you know now, to track and censor and spy on you every move you make. There's never been a more important time to protect your internet activity from bad actors. And that's why I highly recommend you get ExpressVPN like I did. When I switched on ExpressVPN with my computer uh, or the phone, my IP address is masked by a secure VPN server, which makes it harder for websites to identify me. So hopefully by now you understand that the old theory, well, I'm not doing anything wrong. I don't care if they track me. I hope you realize that that's not the point, and it never has been. It's not whether or not you think you're doing something wrong, because you're, you're, you're not, probably. But you're not the one who judges that. So, 
in this era of Twitter mobs and, and cancel culture, this is really critical. You can use ExpressVPN on up to five devices simultaneously so your whole family can stay safe with a single subscription. Really great stuff. Stop handing over your data to big tech companies and their far-left enablers in the government. Defend your rights with VPN, the only one I trust, expressvpn.com slash unleashed. E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash unleashed. Pat Gray. Unleashed. Great to have you with us. Thanks for being here. 888-900-3393. Also a Pat Unleashed on Twitter. A year ago, the first COVID-19 lockdown swept across the country. So this is, like, is this the exact day or would it have fallen over the weekend maybe? I think it was the 13th on Saturday, right? Anyway, it's been a year already. Can you believe that? Created historically high levels of unemployment, closed schools in some cases for a full year. Some are still not reopened. And it confined tens of millions of people to their homes. Didn't allow them to even get outside and intermingle with their neighbors. Uh, A lot of those shutdowns, the capacity limits at grocery stores, the masking orders, the directives for Americans to stay six feet apart, even while you're outside were driven by these predictions of this massive surge that was just around the corner. Well, now, a year later, after we heard about the hospitalization, uh, the you know hospitals were going to be overwhelmed, that the death toll could reach 2.2 million, um, the, dire expert, uh, uh, the dire projections from almost every expert turned out to be bogus in almost every case. And the information that they said was going to save us has also turned out to be garbage in many cases. The mask, what does that help? Uh, Was it something like 2%? Oh, wait, do we have the graphic that I sent in? It was for Friday. We never got to it. But, uh, yeah, on the CDC website, it actually has the mask mandates were associated with a 0.7 percentage. Okay, 0.7. Yeah, and it depends on which which time period you're looking at, but they ranged okay. from, uh, let's see here, but it, they, they said daily case, this is the CDC saying, daily case and death growth rates before implementation of mask mandates were not statistically different from the reference period. Not statistically different. Yeah, and so here are the decreases <laughs> for you, okay? 0.7, oh, 1. 1.0, 1.4, 1.6, 1.9, those were all of the periods in question. Never hit 2%. No. And, and that's, I mean, that that is... Mm. That's incredible. Negligible. Yeah, that's incredible. It's statistically insignificant by their own admission. <laughs> and yet, again, they act like that's the only thing that can save us. That and being six feet away from each other. And guess what? Now they're saying six feet doesn't apply. What? It can be three feet. Of space. Okay. I thought they were going to say 10, 12 feet. Uh, No. The next room. But they've been keeping us six feet apart from each other when they now say three feet is plenty sufficient. (laughs) I mean, they don't have any idea what they're talking about. Just when you think that they've contradicted themselves on everything, then there's something else. And there's something else. (laughs) 
every <laughs> single time. Wow. Um, so it's pretty amazing how inflated some of the projections were in mid-March last year. For instance, uh, Governor Cuomo estimated that based on the epidemiological curve at the time, in 45 days, the state could have up to an input of people who need 110,000 beds. That compares to our current capacity of 53,000. Uh, 37,000 ICU units. Ventilators, which compares to a capacity currently of 3,000 ventilators. Well, according to the data, hospitalizations in the state peaked roughly a month later, coming in at just under 19,000. He was predicting 110,000. 17% of Cuomo's estimate. The ICU COVID t- uh, patients peaked shortly thereafter at 5,225, not 37,000, as he predicted, 13% of the governor's forecast. And this goes on and on and on. It happened in California. It happened in New York. It happened all over the country. Uh, Democrat, of course, Governor Gavin Newsom estimated on top of its existing 75,000 hospital beds, the state would require an additional 50,000 beds in their system. Uh, The California data now shows that the current peak in hospitalizations came in early January this year and totaled just under 23,000. <laughs> so he predicted, let's see, 75,000 plus 50,000. So 125,000 and they had 23,000. On and on and on and on this mm-hmm. data goes. Yep. And then they wonder, why are people so skeptical about uh, the things we direct them to do? If they would just do what we tell them to do, we could get a grip on this thing. Mm-hmm. We'll be able to get back out and mingle together. You know, someday, if you just do what you're told, why won't you do what you're told? Do what you're told. Yeah. I, I didn't I didn't send this in, but uh, what you're looking at here, um, this, this graph, uh, there we go. Well, it's hard to see there, but they're basically the same, okay? Mm-hmm. It's Arkansas and Oklahoma. One state had lockdowns, or sorry, had mass mandates. One didn't, and they're virtually the same, the same. numbers. And the same is true for California and Florida. California and Florida. When you compare them. In fact, uh, there's another image out there of a graph that shows that Florida actually did better throughout the entire pandemic than New York. Than New York. Oh, uh, and I think for California as well, but um, that those are those are two extreme examples, right? You've got mm-hmm. New York severe lockdowns, Florida not mm-hmm. mandates, not, and New York um, by percentage was higher than Florida cases per one million. It's amazing. Uh, it's it's amazing, <laughs> <laughs> and it just shows you just your point right there. Yeah, none of this has done anything. We have destroyed an economy, lives, children. What 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 have kids done? They've committed suicide. People have lost mm-hmm. their livelihoods, mm-hmm. their homes, their 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 mental ability to handle stress in the last year, and for what? Well, for uh, the biggest disaster in mm-hmm. the history of mankind, if you're to listen to the government. And what other deferred health? 
uh, issues that people put off or not been allowed to have elective surgeries. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we said this a year ago. We said we sat right here in this room mm-hmm. one year ago and said, this is what's going to happen if you continue this madness. going to be all kinds of unintended consequences. Or maybe they did intend for these to happen. Election year flu. Yeah. And it worked, for, it worked out for them. They got the White House back. And uh, now here they are. And they're, they're battling a little bit. They're even getting some flack from the media, not just on COVID, but on several fronts right now, like immigration, for instance, where there's an immigration crisis again at the border, and they're still trying to blame Donald Trump for this. Uh, Nancy Pelosi was asked about, about the situation at the border, mm. and uh, here's how she responded. Let's talk about the situation at the border. We've seen a huge surge in migrants crossing the border since January. The number of children in custody higher than it was than its 2019 peak during the Trump administration. Your colleague, Verona Cascobar of Texas, called the conditions there unacceptable. Mm -hmm. She was there on Friday. Is she right? What more must be done? Uh, Well, I'm sorry, I didn't hear who you said. Veronica Escobar, Congresswoman uh, Veronica from Escobar, our colleague uh, from representing uh, uh, El Paso. And yes, it is. The, actually, the facts are these. There are more children, uh, about six, 700 more children, unaccompanied children coming huh. o- over the border. Right. Uh, the, uh, this is a humanitarian challenge to all of us. Pause it for uh, a second. Admin- okay, so this is a humanitarian challenge to all of us. It's not a human rights disaster like it was a few months ago with uh, Donald Trump because that's how they described it then. He was uh, he was Hitler. Essentially putting kids in cages because he, I don't know, hated them. I guess he hates all brown people and that's why he was doing it. That was the implication, the allegation. In some in some cases they just said it outright. So there were concentration camps to the Democrats now before, but now, oh, it's just a bit of a, you know, this is a, a challenge. Uh, let's see what else she had to say. Humanitarian challenge yeah. to all of us. To um, all what of the us. administration has inherited is a broken oh, system at the border. No, and they are working to correct. No, I'm sorry, you can't get away with that because the numbers were way down way down when Donald Trump left office. There was no crisis that he left you with. This has happened since Joe Biden took off, took office. Yeah, and gave the open invitation. You got 100 days to get up here. We're not going to enforce anything. <sighs> right. I mean, did, did they think that message wasn't received? Of course it was. It was when Obama was president, too. All right, let's see what else you have. System at the border, and mm. they are working to correct that in the children's interest. I'm so pleased that the president, as a temporary measure, has sent FEMA to the border in order to help facilitate oh, the children going from one 72-hour mm. issue into where they are cared for <laughs> as they are transferred uh, uh-huh. into family He's homes good. or homes yeah. that are safe for them to be. Uh, so this, again, sure. is... Huh. A, a transition for what was wrong before mm. uh, to what is right. <laughs> of course, we have to also look to le- uh, Central it's America and Mexico and the rest. The corruption, the violence, uh, all of that so bad. Oh, most you didn't have to worry to about that before the under Triangle, Trump. That would be Honduras, Guatemala, El Salvador. My you gosh. saw the impact of the climate change, mind you. These people climate were leaving change. because of the drought. They couldn't farm <laughs> and they were seeking 
other ways to survive. <clears throat> so there are many reasons uh, that go uh, into this, <laughs> but the fact is we have to deal okay. with it. Uh, I can't take it anymore. Many of the Enough. Yeah. Okay, so now it's climate change. Yeah, it wasn't. They weren't driven by climate change before. The climate change just began right. and forced them to come north. Now, yep, yep, yep. Uh, forced by the severe drought, huh? I thought it was civil war or gang <laughs> violence. No, sir. Uh, no. Starvation, no. things like that. No, it's climate change They're because climate of the refugees. The drought, the climate okay. refugees, and that just begun. Just started. That well, just began. Huh? It's getting warm. You know, huh. it's getting warmer now. Yeah. Uh, I, I love how she says, well, FEMA, nice job, Biden, sending FEMA. FEMA. Yeah, that was after ICE effectively sent out an SOS over the weekend saying, we need volunteers. Can someone, can you volunteer? We're at seven and a half times capacity. Anybody willing to pitch in, we could use the help. And that's when FEMA was sent. I mean, it's 729% increase. Madness. <laughs> Is is that a lot? Uh, I mean, I, 729%? I'm going to have to defer to you on this. I'm not good with math, as you know. Yeah, that's But it, right. it feels like well, it's I can't, a lot. I can't figure it out. You can't either? No, I can't figure okay. it out. So, climate change. I, I guess, yeah, the 729% is due to Trump and uh, climate change. And so what are you going to do? It's not their fault. They're doing everything they can. They even sent FEMA down there. What oh, do now want? it's fixed. What do you want? <laughs> right? What do you want? I mean, you know what might fix this? Amazing. Pat? Just I'm spitballing here. Mm-hmm. What if you build a wall? Oh wow, no! And then they don't come into the country. What kind of hatred are you? And then they're on the there. other side. I'll not abide it. They're on the climate change side of the wall. I'll not abide it. <laughs> Pat Gray returns. Got some tweets here. Uh, this from Comrade Snoobage. Did ESPN have Biden on to fill out his bracket like Obama? Oh, no. Uh, that'd be entertaining with Biden's gaffes and racism. Yeah, wouldn't it, though? Isn't that, huh? Is that a little racist that they had Obama on but not Biden? Uh, oh. Hmm. It's interesting. They asked the black president yeah. to predict basketball games. And I will say that Biden huh. probably better at basketball than Obama. Then Obama you probably. So. Huh. From Brian Moore regarding the COVID numbers. Uh, yeah, Keith, Florida did better. But it's not like Florida has a lot of the vulnerable, like, seniors. Wow, that's LOL. such a good point. Yeah. If there yeah. was going to be a state that should have had a disastrous time. It'd be Florida. And with yet, all the retirees there. did hardly anything. Amazing. And they did better than these others. Wow. B. DeBodine tweets, I would think when you have thousands of immigrants at the border wearing Biden let us in t-shirts that the message was more than received. It's an outright invitation of y'all come. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely it is. <laughs> it is and it was. And this is going to be h- harder and harder for them to explain away and to blame on Donald Trump. Because everybody knows better. Everybody knows the numbers were down under Trump. Everybody knows that he took it seriously, and he wasn't inviting them. In fact, he said specifically, do not come here because you will be stopped at the border. You won't be allowed in. Yeah. He made it so clear. And Biden, on the other hand, has given the all-clear sign. Come on in. We're yeah. going to grant amnesty to 11 million people. Now's the time to be here. Right. Remember the early days of the Trump administration? All of those immigrants 
that were stuck on the Mexican side of the border in that town, yeah. and they were overrunning that town, and the mayor was like, oh, we need help. Yes. Trump was not letting them in. Don't, please mm-hmm. don't try mm-hmm. to pin this on Trump. Nice try. And climate change. And, oh, and climate change. Climate change. I forgot. So ridiculous. Yeah, that's the reason. Also, uh, some scattered showers of journalism here. NBC. There's an NBC reporter who challenged Jen Psaki. This must have been on Friday afternoon. Yeah. Uh, over not giving credit to Trump for. I think this is the vi- the vaccine discussion, right? Yeah. But by, by not not thinking Trump, you know, blaming him. Yeah. Blames him for not having any uh, plans. Last night, this was a speech about the anniversary, the last year since the pandemic began. Of course, he spent a lot of time touting the success of vaccines. Yet there was no mention mm-hmm. of the president under whose administration huh. these vaccines were developed. Huh. Does former President Trump not deserve any credit on vaccines? Well, the president himself well, and and many well, people in our administration have conveyed that. Having making the progress that was made, and we've said this publicly, that was made on these vaccines was a Herculean, incredible effort uh, by science and by medical experts. Um, And (laughs) certainly we have applauded that in the past and Uh we're happy to applaud that again. But I would say there is a clear difference and there are clear steps that have been taken Mm -hmm. since the president took office. Uh, that have put us in a trajectory that we were not on when he was inaugurated. And Unreal. leadership starts at the top. Uh, it includes mask wearing. It includes acknowledging there's a pandemic. It includes getting a vaccine in public. But even more importantly than that, it includes putting in place an operational process that it that it can ensure that we have enough vaccines to vaccinate Americans, enough vaccinators, enough vaccine locations. None of that was in place huh. when huh. the president took office. Untrue. That's on distribution and the like. But on the development of the vaccines, it was Operation Warp Speed that was invented, executed, initiated under the former president. So in the spirit of bipartisanship and unity right. last night, as opposed to the first comments, which spoke about the denials in the first days, weeks, and months, wow. why don't you say, with credit to the previous administration and the former president for putting us in this position, we are glad that we have been able to move it forward. That is an excellent recommendation as a speechwriter, but we uh, had, the president has spoken <laughs> to it in the past. He no, has applauded he really the hasn't. work of medical experts and scientists yeah, and what about Trump? the prior administration. And what the purpose wow. of last night's speech was, was mm-hmm. to give an update on what his administration has been doing, mm. what he has done since took, he took office, the progress that's been made, what mm. the work is ahead, provide a light at the end of the tunnel, and ask Americans to engage in the process so and and do what's needed to be done so we can get to those July 4th barbecues. As he said, to bring all Americans together, which is why I asked. Uh, of course that is. But, you know, I would say that uh, Americans are looking for facts. They're looking for details. They're looking for specifics. Uh, and I don't think they're worried too much about uh, applause from six months wow. ago when the president has already delivered that publicly. No, oh. no. The, oh. Joe Biden has never, never praised Donald Trump for anything, let alone for the, the speed with which a vaccine was developed. It, You know what the record was before? We've talked about this before. You know what the record was? And I think it was for measles, right? For the measles vaccine? Mm. Ten years. Oh, wow. Ten years. That was the record. We did it in less than one year under President Donald Trump. And they... Well, we've we've already said that the medical and the scientific uh, fields were did a really good job on this. <laughs> yeah, it was Trump that cleared the path for them to do that, that got them all together, that brought them together at the White House and got them to work together on this. He cleared the way. 
he uh, freed up the cash, the money that went to these organizations to help him do it. Really something. Yeah. And they can't say. They will not say that Trump had anything uh, to do with it. I love how she says, well, the point of that speech was to look forward and look, when you spent the first yeah. three or four sentences just ripping Trump yeah. of the speech. So stop that. And I love how she says that, oh, we're on a great trajectory now and blah, blah, blah. It's much better than it was when we came in. When you came in, you your goal was a million doses a day, which, which was the same. They were there. That it was under Trump, a million yeah. doses a day. Ugh. <laughs> It's frustrating. It really is. I mean, the election is over. Stop. There were some other uh, little scattered showers of journalism over the weekend. Eric Wimple from the Washington Post was on CNN on Brian Stelter's show. And he actually slammed CNN on CNN. (laughs) But I would be remiss, Brian, if I didn't mention CNN's own huge media story here with Chris Cuomo, uh, the anchor at the nine o'clock hour, who mm-hmm. covered Andrew Cuomo and had all these wonderful love-a-thon interviews with him, more than 10 of them. And they suspended the conflict of interest rule for Chris Cuomo for those interviews. Right. Yet all of a sudden they've enforced it again now that Andrew Cuomo is in the midst of an historic huh. scandal in the Albany State House. So I think that that is a major black eye for CNN. Yeah, me too. How about that? So Washington Post. Washington Post. Going after CNN on CNN. Nice. That's nice. (laughs) Just a little example of liberals eating their own right there. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And you know, the NBC reporter, that was the guy. It was NBC going after Jen Psaki on the Biden not giving credit to Trump thing. Yeah. I'm telling you, you don't it's gonna happen. give the press access to the president. That's what's going to tick them off to the point where they're going to challenge him. Yes. They're ideologically aligned. Yes. But if you're not going to help them out, uh, now you're going to be in trouble because that's going to piss them off. If you start to affect what, what they believe is their job and they should be doing, then you're going to pay a price for that. And they're paying a price for that right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me tell you about Brooker's Founding Flavors. When people ask about what my favorite brand of ice cream is, you know, obviously it used to be Bluebell. <laughs> that was just uh, something I I believed out of ignorance, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, fortunately, since then, my eyes and taste buds have been opened. I have had Brooker's Founding Flavors ice cream, which is made with the highest level of creaminess, highest quality of ingredients. Now, like real vanillas from around the world, really good chocolate. Just really quality ingredients. Their ice cream is hand-packed, so it's dense and really delicious. Brooker's captures the spirit and passion of the rev- of revolutionary America and the Founding Fathers, and they're bringing the ice cream revolution to you. Now, they're based in uh, Utah, and they're opening up their uh, another another store in, in the area. But if you don't live in that area, and you don't want to drive from, say, Maine... Uh, to Utah for ice cream. Mm. There is a better way to go. You can go to brookersicecream.com, click the Ship Nationwide tab, and you can experience it in your own home. Fantastic. You're going to love it. Check out the Brookers website. They have a ton of amazing flavors, and they'll deliver right to your home. Brookersicecream.com, click the Ship Nationwide tab. 
So did you see that uh, Disney is expected to overtake Netflix in uh, streaming subscribers by 2024? So just like three years from now, mm. they're going to pass Netflix. Netflix has uh, 250 million subscribers, I think, right now. And Disney has 100 million. So they're a little behind right now, mm-hmm. about, two, about half, uh, less than half, actually. But they're on such a clip that, you know, 100 million subscribers happened in one year for Disney Plus, which is kind of amazing. When you think about what Disney Plus offers, I think we've talked about this before. I think for adults, uh, it's a little scant in the content department, but you do have Mandalorian, you have WandaVision, you've got two great original series, but then you just have all the movies for kids. And the Simpsons Archive. And the Simpsons are, and the Marvel stuff is pretty good too. Yeah, and you do have Star Wars. But how many times can you watch the Star and Wars and Marvel? You movies? got the Imagineer uh, <clears throat> stuff. Yeah, I I loved the Imagineer series, but that once you've read, right. you've watched it, then what? Then you're done. Then hmm. you're done. Uh, but they seem to be doing okay. A um, hundred million in just a little over a year is a pretty good number. <laughs> it's a and they've increased their original content budget to $15 billion. Oh. $15 billion. Which makes that goal that much more possible. Sure does. <clears throat> uh, and if they keep pumping out the quality that they've been uh, pumping out, then, you know, they might even, uh, they might even exceed their projections because uh, I... These two, these last two series, Mandalorian, especially the second season of Mandalorian and WandaVision, have been among the best programs, I think, have, that have been done on TV in a long time. Yeah. Really creative, really unique, and uh, just excellent. You keep doing stuff like you're doing to Gina Carano, though. That's a problem. That's, yeah, that's, that's definitely a, a problem. Big problem. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Another big problem <clears throat> is this uh, battle that the Marines are involved in with Tucker Carlson. Been following this at all? Really, still going on? Still huh? going on. Oh, geez. An official United States Marines social media account <clears throat> criticized uh, Carlson. Went went after him again. Now, Tucker triggered kind of a tsunami of backlash last week when he criticized the new uniform accommodations made by Biden for women in the military. He said, uh, while China's military becomes more masculine as it's assembled the world's largest navy, our military, as Joe Biden says, needs to become more feminine. Whatever feminine means anymore, since men and women no longer exist. Which is a pretty good point. (laughs) The bottom line is it's out of control and the Pentagon is going along with it. Again, this is a mockery of the U.S. military and its core mission, which is winning wars. So in response... The uh, 2nd Marine Expeditionary Force Information Group publicly blasted Carlson. What it looks like in today's armed forces at Tucker Carlson, uh, the Marine Group tweeted, along with a picture of a female Marine carrying another Marine. And then they proclaimed, get right before you get left, Boomer. Which is a shot at him being from the Boomer generation. And... uh, that seems to be like that's a creepy millennial thing, right? Directed at, at people who are in the in the baby boomer generation, like they 
they're too old now to comment on anything. Mm. You're old, you're decrepit, and <laughs> that seems to be their whole focus. And so the the U.S. Marines are using that against a a private citizen in the United States of America. Eh, it doesn't seem to work. So they're getting a little backlash now for it. Good. One person asked the Marine group to please focus on China and not Tucker Carlson. No joke. That would be nice. Uh, Unconscionable that active duty military members in uniform and from military official military social media platforms have leveled personal uh, political attacks on a media figure. This is no longer the same military my grandfather, my father, my uncles, my brothers, and I served, according to Representative Rick Crawford from Arkansas. With U.S. Marines tweeting partisan views on government accounts and keeping their jobs all the while, we've crossed a red line. The Republic will not stand long when our military, intelligence, and law enforcement become political tools. We are in desperate trouble. That's according to Brian Dean Wright, a former CIA ops officer, and it goes on and on and on. Uh, And that is so accurate that we cannot have the U.S. military becoming partisan hacks. Did they ever do this for Trump? I don't think so. I don't think so. And now you've got this politically correct leadership in several of the military branches, and uh, and they're gonna they're gonna start piling on to private citizens who tweet something that they don't like. Really dangerous precedent. Uh, and hopefully we'll get a grip on that before it gets out of control. Also, Sharon Osborne, who was pretty strong last week, talking about uh, Piers Morgan and how she's sick and tired of all of this, all of these claims of racism, and that she mentioned that uh, Piers Morgan is not racist and she's not racist because she's standing up for him. Yeah, she's backing off that now. Now she's uh. she's backpedaling just a tad. She issued an apology to the black community soon after her on-air defense of uh, Good Morning Britain co-host Piers Morgan. She said, To anyone of color that I offended and or to anyone that feels confused or let down by what I said, I am truly sorry. There are very few things that hurt my heart more than racism. So to feel associated with that spun me fast. (laughs) Please hear me when I say I do not condone racism misogyny or bullying she said wow uh so anytime you get criticism on twitter i i guess you just can't stand up to it anytime anybody says anything to you on twitter that is mean (laughs) uh that is contrary to what you believe you got to completely cave in and apologize which by the way doesn't help you at all here uh from rants out loud illegal immigrants are migrating north for the winter because of climate change (laughs) and they never migrate back (laughs) uh carl smith so should the cages on the border now be called hope modules (laughs) probably (laughs) yeah probably kevin sullivan tweets tucker isn't a boomer millennials think anyone older than them is a boomer they're ridiculous 
Yes. How old is Tucker Carlson? Like, I should have looked I that don't up. Know. Let's see. And what is the co- cutoff for baby boomers? Like 64? So he's 51. 51. Born in 1969. Okay. That might be... Huh. I don't know. What's that generation called? Generation X? No. I is that what they call it? Yeah. Oh, he's never the, hear that term anymore. Well, according to what I just Googled, baby boomers in 1964. Yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. he was 69. So that's Gen X, right? Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. From uh, chewing the Jeff with fatty. <laughs> <laughs> Reporter, does President Trump deserve getting vaccines out so quickly? Saki, no, he's a Republican, silly goose. I will not be circling back on this either so mm-hmm. uh, that's for sure uh sliver of hope tweets if we follow biden's logic nurses should get the praise for administering the vaccine like the drug companies uh for creating it if trump doesn't get credit for creation biden doesn't get credit for dispersal uh-huh. <laughs> how about that put that in your pipe and smoke it smoke it uh from jonathan so if the vaccine ends up having complications it's all Biden's fault, right? Right. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll work out just that way. Yeah, because he's going to take responsibility. He's going to be accountable for the things that he does. Shh, absolutely. Uh, all right. Let me take one minute and tell you about real estate agents I trust. Because buying and selling a home is a huge hassle. And moving sucks. So you want you need a person. You need a realtor who's going to get you through the process, see you through the whole thing, and make great recommendations that make you money or save you money in the long run. And these are the agents who can do that. This is Glenn's company, so his team has really carefully vetted these agents to make sure they're really good, to make sure that they got great track records and marketing plans, and that they know the market. And they're fans of the show, so you're going to have things in common with them right from the start. They'll see you through the whole process. Real Estate Agents I Trust. The name really says it all. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blakes. Did you see that uh, about 75% of Congress has received the vaccination already? Mm. And they're, they're a little pissed off that it's not 100%. But there's just a certain segment of uh, the population, even in Congress, that is just not, they're not going to get the vaccine. They don't want it. They don't think they need it. Um, The 25-year-old kid, uh, I guess he's not a kid, the 25-year-old man who won election in, was it North Carolina? Was his name Morgan something or other? He's in the wheelchair. Oh, yeah. Um, He said, you know, look, with with the survivability rate that is, I'm not getting a vaccine. He's got no plans for that. And what are you going to do? Force him into it? Madison Cawthorn. Yeah, Madison. Yeah, that's what it is. Not Morgan. Madison Cawthorn. Um, So he's going to get all kinds of flack because he's not received the vaccine. Now, shouldn't those who have received the vaccine not care who else hasn't gotten it? Because you're protected now, supposedly. Right? You're protected. What are you whining about? What do you care? If Madison Cawthorn has received the vaccine or not, because if he gets sick, you're not going to. You've had the vaccine. Right, right. It's, right? A, it's the same thing with masks, right? If they're so yes. great, then you should just worry about yourself and not whether or not <laughs> I'm wearing one. Same That's thing with right. vaccines. Why do you care if I have it if Why? you've got it? 
yes, it's why do you control. have to make such a big deal out of everything? And that's what it comes down to, sadly, is control. Because everybody wants everybody else in the same boat as them. Mm-hmm. They want us all to be the same. No. Meanwhile, a number of countries across Europe and Asia have now suspended the use of the vaccine developed by British pharmaceutical AstraZeneca and the University of Oxford following reports of blood clots in some vaccinated people. Ooh. Oh, that's a oh, that's fun. Isn't that fun? That sounds like that's great fun the right there. Of fun. <laughs> but I'll let you that's continue. fun. <laughs> <laughs> To quote what's her face. Yeah. What, sort of. Yeah. Sort of. Our lady. Uh, Denmark's health authorities announced last Thursday that the use of AstraZeneca's vaccine would be halted for at least two weeks mm. after a Danish person died this week. I guess it would be last week now. Of vaccine complications related to blood clot problems. Man. That's scary. Yeah, it is. Shortly after the announcement, officials in Norway said they would suspend its use too. Six other European countries have since halted the use of AstraZeneca's vaccine. Iceland, Bulgaria, Luxembourg, Estonia, Lithuania, and Latvia. Uh, health authorities expressed concerns the development would set, be a setback for Europe's already slow vaccine rollout. Huh. Uh, so the AstraZeneca one may cause blood clots. Mm. Moderna's might cause uncontrollable shaking all yeah. over your body. Uh, Pfizer, what, I think a couple of people have, some people have died from that uh, shortly after taking it, but I'm Possibly. sure, I'm sure Pfizer hadn't, the Pfizer vaccine had nothing to do with that. Yeah. I'm sure these otherwise perfectly healthy people would have died, dropped dead instantly anyway. Yeah, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine has the, uh, is made from, uh, what do you call them, uh, I don't want to say baby parts, but the... Um, oh, yeah, the cells. It's made from... Um, Come on. Uh, stem cells. Stem cell research, yes. Stem cells. Yeah, yeah. Supposedly. Supposedly, yes. Is that true, though? Or is it just a rumor? If it's Yeah, Fauci said it was. Fauci said it was true. Which, which means it's not, I think. Is that how that works? Yeah. And he said, yeah. Uh, yeah. old, uh, you know, past Fargo uh, lines of baby parts... Not an exact quote, but something uh, okay. like that. Okay. Because they're past baby parts, <laughs> then it's fine? Yeah. Okay. So, so I think he was trying to say, we didn't I, I just hope grab not, some kid out of a yeah. nursery. I hope you're not taking uh, baby parts from babies that are currently alive. That would be a but, bad I mean, thing. I don't put anything past this society. I don't, I don't either. So, And then we have the... Absolutely happen. The, the terrible death of Marvin Hagler over the weekend that... You know. Oh, I hadn't even heard that Marvin Hagler died. Oh no. So Oh, you should have broken that to me a little more gently. Marvin Hagler is uh he's retired from the ring. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. I know that. He was, you know, getting up there in age. So. He's sick. He, he got sick? He has What's wrong with him? expired. Wow. We don't know. That was We literally don't know. Sixty six years old, man. Sixty six. Yeah. And he was in ICU, uh, apparently, after taking the vaccine. So they're... We don't know. They but don't know. That's but, what Hearn says. Wow. No cause of death was immediately announced. But his good friend Thomas Hearns, mm -hmm. also from the boxing world, uh, said that he was in ICU fighting uh, after the, the after effects of the vaccine. And that's all we've heard about this. So we don't know. Oh, boy. Uh, it, uh, man, and Hank Aaron, oh boy. I'm sure that had nothing, right? 
right? And that, like you said, the, the shakes. Right. Remember the nurse Jeez. lady with the uncontrollable shakes had to go to shock therapy. We still don't have. I, Complete. I don't know an update on that. Yeah. Oh, and the nurse that passed out on TV, right? Complete t- another coincidence. Probably just another coincidence. Yeah. yeah. Those had nothing to do with the vaccine. Mm-hmm. So. And there was a Detroit geez. news anchor also. Uh, we didn't hear about this just a couple weeks ago. Uh, died after taking a day after taking the vaccine. Have they attributed but, it to uh, the vaccine? Uh, that I don't know. I just know that one day later, Dang. they died. Yeah. <laughs> I got to tell you, these are high-profile occurrences, but nobody knows for sure if they really are tied into the vaccine. Right. But it certainly gives you pause to reflect on whether or not you really want the vaccine, doesn't right. it? And there was the health minister in Australia that got uh, really sick, had to go to the hospital right after taking the vaccine as well. Mm. But again... But again, everything's fine. Everything's fine. That's fine. We're good. It's fine. It's good. Ah, it's fine. Don't worry uh, about I it. I mean, we could go on, but I think we've made the point. Everything's awesome when you're part of the team. Mm-hmm. Just keep telling yourself that, and you'll still have a happy day. Right? Not <laughs> no? necessarily. No? Oh. I uh, don't want to make that was promises. Take care of that you can't keep? Can't keep okay. that. All righty. Hey, from uh, dictionary.com. Oh, no, no. See? I We added 600 new words to dictionary.com. Is it usually that many? Doesn't seem like it. Come on. It's like a little pickier, I think, than that. Uh, by the way, here's a warning. This may contain spoilers what? for, you know, the thing. Don't say we didn't warn you. Listener and viewer discretion is advised. If I guess you don't want to know the you don't want to know new the words. New words. Interesting, <laughs> interesting sure. placement there. Why this Rob? would spoil anything? <laughs> Maybe you were really looking forward to reading this article on your own. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but this is their first major update in 2021. Uh huh. And it looks a lot like 2020. Apparently, from the pandemic to protest. To politics, our language is still catching up to the tremendous change we experienced last year. You know, just because people start using stupid words doesn't mean you have to include them as actual words. Thank you! You don't need to. Can we get that straight with dictionary.com? You don't have to include words that people are just randomly using. No, we are a society that just defaults to the lowest common denominator. Yep. And that's where we're at in all things. So here's a new word, BIPOC which is an abbreviation for black, indigenous, and people of color. Mm, You're a BIPOC. How about no? How about no? That's so stupid. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And we got uh, BonCon, which I've never even heard this. I hadn't either. Yeah, uh, Rob was telling me about that this morning. It's sponsored content. Yeah. SponCon. Coming up here, some SponCon. That's stupid. No, I've never heard that, and I will never use that. Me neither. I don't like that word. Sponsored. Deep fake. Okay, we all know what a deep... I mean, deep fake is going to be with us for yeah, a while. I, that, I get that. Yeah. This might be legit. Uh, deep fake, a fake, digitally manipulated video or audio file, typically featuring a person's likeness and voice in a situation that did not actually occur. Mm-hmm. All right, that brings us to Finna. Oh, no. Phonetic spelling representing the African-American vernacular English no. variant of fixing to. I'm finna, I'm finna punch you in the face. <laughs> like that. Yeah. You use that with me all the, all time, the time during breaks uh, or something. I, I'm like, I, hey. I'm finna punch you in the face. Wait, why? 
Because <laughs> you're there? I, yeah. Huh. A phrase commonly used in the southern U.S. dialects to mark the immediate future while indicating preparation or planning already in progress. That's, <laughs> That's a little more thought. Uh, yeah, I there's think, a lot going on there. That goes into Finna. Yeah, Rob uh, <laughs> reminded me before the show today, there was like a, a Jeff Foxworthy bit where uh-huh. he runs through just this string of southern slang of words that don't exist. Why aren't those in there? Why? Right? Yeah. Like, like I know that you, you always use the phrase... You want to? You want to? Oh. Y U apostrophe N T. All the time. Yeah. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's that's when you do. Eight. 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 That's. I mean, that should be in there, right? Yes. We all use that one. Yeah. No. If you're gonna put finna in there, mm-hmm. you need to put trina in there too. Trina. Right? I'm not trying to do that. How about I'm a I'm a let you finish. Yeah. Right. I'm, yes. You know these are in there. I guarantee you. If you go to dictionary.com. If they're not, they will be. Y'all better be in there. Ain't better be oh, in there. Oh my gosh, get this. What? Oh no. This is one of my dictionary peeves too. Oh no, what is it? Supposedly. <laughs> Instead of supposedly. Mm-hmm. So you're going to put the actual mispronunciation of an actual word in as an actual word. It's an adverb as may be assumed, imagined, or supposed. Supposedly. I, I mean, that... You oh my look ridiculous when you say supposedly. Yes, you do. Yes. I, I, I mean, am I talking yes, to a four-year-old? It's another one akin to this is instead of especially, especially. <laughs> How many times do you hear the non-word especially now? I hear it all the time. It's the worst. So now supposedly... And especially, I'm sure, will I mean, be part of the English literally, language. It has officially. ruined the game of Scrabble, the, these new words. Right? You know? And I'd like to point out that y'all is not at dictionary.com. Are you for real? Are you kidding me? And when you try to type it, it just automatically switches it to you all. It doesn't say that y'all is a thing. Wow. Uh, what about uh, especially? Oh, See no. if especially is in there. How do I spell that? E C. I, I mean, I, e- I can take it from there, but yeah. we're going with... The, okay, so it's not E-C. Not- Let's try E-X. X, but no. No. Give okay. it. That'll be next Thank year's goodness. segment. Uh, you're at this yes. time. You're a year from now. Ugh. Embiggen, which is to make or become bigger. Embiggen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to embiggen it, uh, I guess, to make or become bigger. Wow. All right. <laughs> That's a word I've never heard. Embiggen. And we shouldn't hear it. No, we should not. Because it's... Stupid. Stupid and not real. Remember last Stupid. year they cha- they added irregardless? Yes. Not a word. I not don't care what dictionary.com says. You know, irregardless is a word used by stupid people who are trying to sound smart. Correct. Just like supposedly. Just like supposedly. Supposedly. <laughs> All right. Let me tell you about Omega XL just to make things better. This whole thing is probably giving you a pain. Maybe in the <laughs> rectal cavity. I, I don't know. That's kind of where my pain is right now. <laughs> It, but if you have pain brought on by inflammation rather than uh, stupidity at dictionary.com, <laughs> Omega XL is the way to go. This could be a life changer for you. It's backed by 35 years of clinical research. It attacks inflammation and essentially has an off switch for it. It just turns it off. And then once that inflammation is gone, so is your pain. And it's so great when you're not in pain and you were uh, all the time and maybe even woken up in the middle of the night with it. I hate that so 
uh, try Omega XL. This could change your life. If you're suffering with aches and pains and stiffness, give this a try. I can almost guarantee, I mean, if your body's anything like mine, the topical rubs don't help and the NSAIDs don't help. This does. And to get you started, when you order one bottle of Omega XL right now, you'll get a second bottle for free. Visit OmegaXL.com slash Pat. That's OmegaXL.com slash Pat or call 800-844-4888. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Yeah, that's, uh, that's me. Not sure what, you know, just kind of generic. Pat Gray. And? What? Should I start talking now? I think it's implied. Is, it, is that what it is? I, I think. Okay. But we, we've been assuming that for a long time. Seriously. Nobody's ever really said, hey, when they say your name, start talking. At least not that I remember. Maybe in the very beginning. But that was a long time they ago. They should probably so. send a memo out. Right? It's kind of refreshing. <laughs> Procedures. On how we do this thing? Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, we were talking about the dictionary.com words. Uh, Jeffy has sent us one. Illegal <laughs> instead of illegal. Yeah, what is that? Is that a new word? People. Illegal. Mispronounce stuff, yeah. And then from uh, uh, what? D- Jeffy's tuba tent. Oh, Jeffy's tuba tent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jeffy's tuba tent tweets. Wait till international pressure or bad cath care or actually put in for people that bad cath care. Now, see, that doesn't count for the bingo square though. Oh, because it's happening during a tweet. I see. So I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. Yeah. Don't forget true international to pressure. Yeah, you can get your bingo card mm-hmm. at the top of Pat Unleashed on Twitter if you'd like to play along. Okay. But that, again, doesn't count when Will it's in tweets. Will that save me money on Batacath Care? No, it'll save you money. It'll save you $35 uh, at shop.blazemedia.com. All right. Well, I guess that'll have to do, right? That'll have to suffice. From Stinky Biscuit, have they added Paschetti? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Uh, my kids all said Buschetti. Yeah. But, I think that's what it was. But Paschetti, maybe, maybe that's a thing, too. I think my oldest mispronounced Kleenex for the longest time. It was Kingklex. Oh, isn't that adorable? Is that, uh, you like that? Then they stop saying it, and then it's like... Right, and you're like, no, 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 keep saying oh, that. come on, go back. And all three of them were saying, like, pattern instead of pattern. I mean, that's just ridiculous. That's just stupid. That's parenting That's when you need there. to have them checked. Right? That's when you need like, to get them checked. We got a trend here. Mm-hmm. What is it? Why can't you say pattern? I just Seriously. Stop. You know what? Just Get them to a doctor now. Or just sleep in the garage till we figure this out. It's something. I mean, but you can't have it. You, you can't abide that. No. You just can't do it. Can't abide it. Uh, 888-900-3393. <laughs> I guess there's some changes coming to Major League Baseball. Announcing some experimental new rules, but they're doing these in the minor leagues. Right. They're the guinea mm. pigs. So we'll see if they trickle up to the major leagues. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in AAA, they're going to try larger bases this year. The size of first, second, and third base will all be increased from 15 inches square to 18 inches. 18! It's amazing how often that number comes up now. It it sure is, man. It's unbelievable. It sure is. What a Major League Baseball wants to see is primarily the site of reduction in injuries and collisions because of this change. Mm. 
Hmm. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Okay. A lot more stolen bases, though, Maybe. I'll tell you that. Well, yeah. Yeah, because you got a bigger area to grab for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Less space between, well, you got two inches less between first and se- four inches, right? Oh, yeah. I was just thinking about huh. sliding in and reaching out and having mm-hmm. be closer. But it's going to be... It's going to be closer. Double uh, A will have four infielders in the dirt. I, I hate this. I hate this. I hate it. Defenses will be required to have a minimum of four players standing with both feet on the infield dirt. This is so bad. So is that so that you can't do that shift? It's so you can... The shift, exactly. Yeah. It's outlawing the shift. Let yeah. the defense Let them shift play if they where want they to want shift. to play because it's what's so awesome is seeing batters adjust to that. And then bunt it over to third I if all four infielders are on the right hand, uh, right field side. Exactly. Yeah, I'm sorry. If you're going to play me that way, I'm going to hit the ball over here. I'm going to bunt it down the third baseline if everybody's going to shift. That's, Why wouldn't I? That, Why that actually I? helps the game. It does. I, I, this is it stupid. Does. Don't try to control. That's bad. MLB apparently wants to see uh, if uh, this kills the defensive shift. Mm-hmm. Which, which is, the commissioner yeah. has long criticized as too disadvantageous for off- offenses. Well, then do something else, stupid. <laughs> then the defense should play in the traditional spots on the field. <laughs> That's really dumb. And next thing you know, they're going to add stupid words to the dictionary, like finna. Right? <sighs> for high A ball, pitchers can't pick up, uh, pick off the from... Okay, they can't do a pickoff throw yes. from the rubber. Yeah, you got to step off. You step off there. That's and stupid. Then, and then do a throw yeah. over. Low A, there's a cap on pickoff attempts. Now that might be, you know, I get tired of throw it over five times or whatever <laughs> while you're waiting for him to pitch the ball to the batter. That's annoying. It is. It, it is. is. But I, I like the, the thought of them throwing it into the right field bullpen. <laughs> and then for low A in the southeast, they're going to try out robot umpires. Uh-oh. An automatic ball strike system will be tested in select games to assist home plate umpires. Huh? <laughs> I think that's inevitable. Yeah. It, eventually, they'll do that. I wonder, they'll go can the that. umpires, I think, maybe overrule? Like, Angel Hernandez will still be a jerk who sucks at his job and overrule a robot. But this is going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Yeah, it is. Unleashed. Great to have you with us. Thanks for being here. Uh, so after Congress has passed the COVID-19 bill, the relief package, what's next? You know, it's just, it's all downhill from here because everything's smooth sailing now. Now they got that out of the way. Now we can get to the real nitty gritty, the things that we're going to be really excited about. Not that we're not excited about the $1,400 payments to everybody. Well, not everybody. Hmm. And not that we're not excited about all the pork in that bill. Um, but there are other exciting things to come, like the uh, Bipartisan Background Check Act. The House will vote on H.R. 8, gun control legislation, meant to enhance reviews of those seeking to acquire firearms. The legislation would expand the situation this all of the situations where a background check is required for the sale or transfer of a firearm it would prohibit most person-to-person firearm transfers unless a background check can be conducted 
And it aims to close a potential loophole allowing the transfer of firearms without a background check at gun shows or between individuals. Um, Okay, the bill makes it illegal for anyone who is not a licensed firearm importer, manufacturer, or dealer to trade or sell firearms to another person. The 2019 bill was passed in the House with eight Republican votes, five of whom co-sponsored the package, but... It didn't receive a floor vote in the Senate. Mm -hmm. Then there's the Enhanced Background Checks Act. This is a separate one. Which H.R. is that one? H.R. 1112. Oh, wow. The Enhanced Background Checks Act that would close the so-called Charleston loophole, which allows firearms to be purchased... Uh, firearm purchases to move forward after three business days, even if a background check has not been completed. So that would stop that. Uh, There's the Equal Rights Amendment. Hmm, Thought we'd been down this road already. Nearly a half century after the Equal Rights Amendment was passed by Congress, the proposal to enshrine equality for women in the U.S. Constitution has gained new momentum with the House voting on the legislation again. The protections guaranteed by the ERA, providing specific protection for women as a class, are designed to end gender discrimination in broad segments, including employment, property rights, and divorce. Hmm. The ERA states, in part, equality of rights under the law shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or by any state on account of sex. The ERA was passed by a majority Democrat Congress in 1972, under Richard Nixon, it failed uh, to, re- to achieve ratification, though, after it was sent to the states. <clears throat> it's got to get approval by 38 of the 50. Uh, recently, states that didn't ratify ERA bills introduced in their legislatures previously did so. Nevada in 2017, Illinois 2018 and Virginia 2020, reaching the minimum 38 states required by Congress for addition to the Constitution. Those three states' Democratic attorney generals recently sought to force the federal government to recognize Virginia's vote last year to ratify the ERA and add the amendment to the Constitution. Uh, But a uh, U.S. judge intervened, so we'll see what comes of that. They're still battling that out. The American Dream and Promise Act. Wow, we got more goodies. Biden has introduced a comprehensive immigration plan, but the House is planning on voting on smaller standalone bills this month. After the Dream Act, which would protect undocumented immigrants brought to the United States as children, failed Congress several times, Obama created the Deferred Action on Childhood Arrivals Program, also known as DACA. Now the House is gearing up to reintroduce and vote on the American Dream Act, and it's actually the American Dream and Promise Act, which would create a pathway to citizenship. Good, 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 good. That's great. Uh, Legislation passed in the House with bipartisan support in 2019, never taken up by the Senate. Then there's the U.S. Citizenship Act. Mm. The House will vote on legislation that would give immigrants who have been granted limited permission to work and live in the U.S., a path to citizenship. Okay. There is the uh, stimulus, the American Rescue Plan, of course. It's already happened. The Oh, the For the People Act. We certainly can't forget about the Voting Rights <laughs> Act, <laughs> which will make it illegal to ask people for their ID 
at the voting booth. Yeah, and there's basically a form of that in that HR8 <clears throat> as well, mm. where ICE wanted a, the ability to be alerted when an illegal immigrant <laughs> tried to purchase a firearm. And the Democrats soundly defeated that no. possibility. Yeah. Which, because, I mean, if it's about safety, right? Right. And if it's about uh, protecting us from uh, illegal guns, then why does that not apply to illegal immigrants that are trying to purchase guns? Hmm. I mean, they're alerted when we do, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Well, why is it okay to separate American families, but you can't separate illegal immigrant families? Like, you know, if I commit a crime, I'm going to go to jail and nobody's going to cry about the fact that you can't separate an, uh, a family. You can't you can't separate him from his family. Well, yeah, because he broke the law, so he's going to jail now. So Yeah, but that guy broke the law by crossing the border illegally, too. Right, so that, no, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. That's not you really just, a law. You just said if you <clears throat> commit <throat> a crime, then you're separated from your family. Right. The, the illegal immigrant yeah, can't have that committed the, the crime. No, you know, that, it's not the same. Your hatred is really showing right now, Keith. I thought it was yours. Then we've got the George Floyd Policing Act. <laughs> uh, the House just already passed the George Floyd Justice in Policing Act, ushering in a series of police reform measures in the wake of, of course, all the racial injustice and police brutality that it's going on in this country right now. Um <laughs> You don't sound convinced. No, I'm totally convinced. You're not saying it with a lot of passion. <laughs> really? You know? Huh. I, I, I need to hear... That's weird. I need to hear you say that whatever that line Look, you I'm, read with me... I'm not your trained monkey. I don't just huh. say huh. things because you want me to. Oh, okay. Okay? Read the next paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> There's the uh, signing... Ah! They're going to sign the Equality Act. Uh, that's one of Biden's top legislative priorities. Some conservatives and Republicans have expressed concerns that the legislation could infringe upon religious liberty yeah. or lead to inequality in athletic competitions if transgender women compete against cisgender women. Huh. 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 Did we have something else on that? We had the... Yeah, well, the, the, the voting thing. Uh, yeah, this right yeah, here. Yeah, check that out. Uh, a prominent conservative think tank is warning about a provision in H.R. 1, which was passed by the House. It's an unconstitutional religious test for those wanting to serve on independent redistricting commissions. The Family Research Council, a socially conservative think tank in D.C., asserted in a piece on its website that the For the People Act contains religious tests for redistricting. Section 2412... Of there shouldn't be twenty four hundred and twelve sections of any bill. That's a great point. Yeah, section twenty four twelve of the For the People Act establishes guidelines for who is eligible to serve on the nonpartisan redistricting commissions. Uh, candidates for the commissions must fill out an application listing the reason or reasons the individual desires to serve. The individual's qualifications and information relevant to the ability of the individual to be fair and impartial. I'm an American. I want to be a part of this. Okay, there needs to be a little more. We need some more information. What else do you need to know from me? Well, personal information, like any involvement with or financial support of professional, social, political, religious, 
or community organizations. Wait, you need to know if I donate money to religious groups? Yeah, yeah, because I, I want to be a part of this redistricting group? Yes, I do. Yeah. Why do you need to know yeah. what, what I well, donate because, money to? Because I want to know if you can be fair or not. But this is uh, about uh, voting districts. This yeah. isn't about mm-hmm. who I give money to a charity. Yeah, but we need fairness here. Uh, while it may appear minor, this is incredibly problematic because it suggests that religious affiliations may affect an individual's ability to be impartial and thereby make them ineligible to serve on the commission. Huh. Yeah, uh, obviously. Which, by the way, shouldn't be a federal thing anyway. I mean, that right. that's what this is, a takeover of the state's rights into their way they handle their elections. It is. It is. And, and, and they should be attacking it on that basis. It's unconstitutional. Why are we even talking about this? Yeah. It's unconstitutional. Uh, all right. Let me tell you about Keeps. If you've noticed that your hair is not quite as full as it used to be, there are some options. Mm. Options that didn't exist years ago. Um, I mean, if you're fine with going bald, like apparently Keith doesn't care because he just wears a hat all the time. <laughs> yeah. Right? I like hats. I like hats. You it like works hats. Out. It has nothing to do with his hair loss. He just likes hats. Just like hats. <laughs> so, what? He likes hats. Leave yeah. him alone. Yeah. What was it to you? I frankly like hair, and so <laughs> uh, I want to keep it. So, if you have noticed some hair loss and you're concerned about it, go to keeps.com slash pat. This is a, a great service. You could do this from the comfort and privacy of your own home. You go online, answer some questions, you take a few pictures and, and post them. And then a licensed doctor reviews all that information and will recommend the right hair loss treatment for you. Then it's shipped directly to your door. Mm. And we'll get you started with a special deal. When you go to keeps.com slash pat, you'll get 50% off your first order. Keeps.com slash pat. That's keeps.com slash pat. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Oh, we don't want to forget about the PRO Act, uh, the Protecting the Right to Organize Act. It's previously passed by the House, but the Senate didn't didn't hear it. House passed it again last Tuesday, largely along party lines. That's good. That's good. Bill includes provisions to expand the definition of of employee for the purpose of allowing independent contractors to join unions upend so-called right-to-work laws by allowing bargaining agreements to require dues by all employees represented by the agreements and prohibit certain anti-union actions mm-hmm. by employers and retaliation toward workers who participate in organ- organizing. So you have to pay dues to a union. Yeah, it's going to also have to be full-time, right? The, the, <sighs> yeah. And, pe- and companies don't necessarily need you to be full-time. Right. And like Uber drivers don't want to be full time. Right again. Ah, they want the flexibility. This is Yes. Here's what we can hope. All of these overreaches that you're reading to us that are going through this Democratic House and Senate. Mm-hmm. We can just hope that they're going to get to that crazy far right conservative Supreme Court. <laughs> yeah. And be and all this work will be for naught. Cuz that's what's going to happen, right? The Supreme Court's going to going to save us. Well, they're so right wing. Right. Of course they will. Of course they will cool nuts they're just nuts yeah you know on the right right they're like further right than for instance Genghis Khan huh and he was I guess pretty right because he's no wonder people protest the Supreme Court right crazy yeah they're crazy I didn't know all that they're just nutty so yeah the hope is that 
the Democrats waste these two years mm-hmm. giving us unconstitutional garbage that gets struck down Supreme Court. I mean, that's really the only hope at this point, right? <laughs> kind of. Mm-hmm. Until 2022, when we can take back the House and Senate, hopefully. Sniff, well, sniff. the Republicans can. Yeah, and when they do, you know the Republicans will get good things done. Oh, you know they will. They always do. Every stinks, time they have the majority. That's they, what stinks. They, they, yeah. You're going to give them the majority in 2022, but they're not going to have the presidency. I mean, that would be a pipe dream if you had the House, the Senate, and the presidency mm-hmm. to go along with that backstop, crazy right-wing Supreme Court. Imagine what you could <laughs> get done. Imagine. Just imagine if that were to ever happen. Ah. Oh. Wow, I can't even. I can't even imagine it. Because when has it ever happened? Nah, ancient. Woo! How far back ancient do we have times. to go? I can't even. How old were you in 2016? I, I can't remember these things. 2016. Yeah, I was too young. Yeah, I didn't. Don't you remember what uh, they got done in 2017 and 2018? Yeah, I just. I mean, they had a president who had their back, right? Right. They had a president who mm-hmm. was ready to sign anything they put in front of them of him. They came from the Republican Party. And so all those conservative so, bills that he got, got to done. sign into they law. He got it done. Wow. That was some good... One after another Woo. after another. We call that the glory years. <laughs> two years of just winning. And getting rid of Obamacare oh, and all the things that we boy. hated so much. Remember those days? Ah, good times. Those were good times. And, and, and what was so great about those two years mm-hmm. is that there was so much great conservative pro-American stuff that was codified into law mm-hmm. that you need to go through the process of, of passing other laws to get rid of them. Oh, no, that's not what happened. No. Trump was on his own, had to sign executive orders that were flipped over day one of Joe Biden. Cool. <laughs> but the Democrats, being smart... Mm-hmm. And and using their power, they're going to make sure this stuff is actually law and not executive orders. They sure are. Yep, they're going to make it very difficult to undo all of this nonsense. GOP sucks. Uh, let's go to Andrew in Oregon. Hey, Andrew, you're on the blaze. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Side note this morning, I want to ban daylight saving time. Ah, uh, yeah. to work. Yes. Uh, Bipartisan issue. It's it's agonizing it is anyways but uh you guys are missing missing the big news of the week and uh, and i'm here to set you guys straight okay, okay. Mm-hmm. i'm in oregon yeah yesterday morning i went out to breakfast with my wife who we went to a to a restaurant and there were people gathering <laughs> in larger groups than what uh, our president said we could gather on fourth of july this year i mean i went into a oh, small no. restaurant and every table was full i know i'm, I'm the one here dropping oh, no. the ball Wow. I know. And then my sister-in-law reported to me, she went to a mall this weekend, and it was jam-packed, and the mall cop was running around telling everyone to make sure they had their mask over their nose. <laughs> was he on a Segway? <laughs> um, let's just say it wasn't a he, but uh, we weren't uh, 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 assuming genders, and it was oh, more good. of a butch-type person. Okay. Yeah, we don't okay. do that here in Oregon. <laughs> right. Right. You guys think this is funny, but it's no, we no, are, I, you yeah. know, uh, Oregon is really, you know, since President Biden has taken over, I think we have got the curve on COVID. I mean, we saw this coming, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, thanks. Oh, man, it, 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 it's madness here. It's madness. It is. Appreciate it. Thanks, Andrew. 888 But please. Point of personal um, privilege. Yeah, go yes. ahead. Uh-huh. Please do not use, use gendered gender. language to, to, to address everyone. Right. Thank you. Okay. 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 <laughs> All right. Uh, 
888-933-93. By the way, mm. the new social distancing thing is not six feet. It's three feet. Oh. So you can get a little bit closer to those people that uh, get a little closer you encounter. With arid extra dry? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like an arid extra dry commercial. <laughs> get a little bit closer. Not too close now. No, no, no. Not too close, but a little bit. Wow. Also, uh, Steve Scalise tweeted out, House Democrats just rejected oh, an yeah. amendment Mentioned that would have required ICE to be notified if an illegal immigrant tries to buy a gun. Yeah, this is part of what we were talking about a few minutes ago. But they're fine taking away the gun rights of law-abiding American citizens. Sure are. Uh-huh. And then we got uh, Thomas Massey talking to uh, Democrats regarding guns and, uh, and their gun control legislation. Mr. Speaker, Democrats today want to introduce gun control legislation that they say is going to make you safer. They want to expand background checks. But what do background checks accomplish? Well, the DOJ said there were 112,000 denials in a year. Who were those 112,000 people? Well, my colleagues on the other side of the aisle would have you think those were felons. They saved you from those felons. But how many of those 112,000 were prosecuted for that crime of trying to acquire that gun? According to the DOJ, 12. One, hmm. two, 12 in a year. <laughs> Who were the other 100,000? Imagine, just imagine now that you're the victim of an abusive relationship. And after five years, you've summoned the courage and the resources to separate from that relationship. But things have escalated. And now you've decided it's time to acquire the means to protect you and your children. So you go mm. to the gun store and you try to buy a gun. The clerk presses the computer button. It says denied. You ask the clerk, why was it denied? I don't know. This happens sometimes. Maybe you had a similar name to somebody else in the database. You can't buy a gun today, tomorrow, next week. Not ever. You've been denied. Mm. So you go to a friend, a friend you've known for a long time. Your friend says, I'd like to help you. You say, well, I don't know if I'm going to make it through the night. The friend says, I'd like to help you, but don't you know H.R. 8 passed and it was signed by the president. I can't spend a year in a cage. Good luck tonight. Now, I'm not going to ask you to imagine what happens next because the Democrats saw fit to put into this bill a requirement that you have an imminent threat of death. The, the threat has to be right there upon you or great bodily harm. What are they saying? Well, if you're just expecting a few bruises and maybe a punch, put some ice on it. I'm going to ask my colleagues here today. I'm going to challenge the sponsors of this bill. And those of you who might think you would vote for this bill to consider whether it's fair. Is it fair to surround yourself with armed guards, with Capitol Hill police who have guns, with personal details, body guards and ask the people to pay for it when you make it harder for those same people to protect themselves? I don't think that's fair. And for the fact checkers who are already hard at work on this speech, I ask unanimous consent to submit to the record this GAO report on the DOJ statistics on background checks. Without objection. I yield back. Mm. Thomas Massey's awesome. Yeah, that's that was impassioned, mm-hmm. powerful. Yeah, they went ahead and passed it. Good though. stuff. Yeah, they went ahead. Whatever. Just discounting everything you said. Ah, whatever. Shut up. I mean, don't. They're going to go ahead and do this. The party of women. Shut ah, up. Ah, shut up. You got this. You got the transgender crap. I mean, mm-hmm. stop with the. We're the party of women. Oh, 
Not hardly. Not hardly. Uh, how many of the 63 million aborted babies would have grown up to be women? There's no way to know. Probably zero. Mm-hmm. Probably none. They Probably. were all male. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. what... All white males. Yep. So they were well rid of them. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. California is proposing ethnic studies curriculum, urging students to chant to Aztec deity of human sacrifice and cannibalism and calls for counter-genocide against white Christians. Uh, How long are we just going to accept this stuff? Christian prayer in public schools prohibited, of course, but now the Marxists in California are trying to force millions of students to chant to the Aztec gods of human sacrifice and cannibalism. Ah, whatever. Their ethnic studies curriculum calls for decolonization of American society yeah. and a counter-genocide against white Christians. <laughs> the curriculum would also require students to chant to the Aztec god of human <laughs> sacrifice uh-huh. uh, and cannibalism, as we've said. Uh, investigative reporter Chris Rufo obtained the proposed curriculum, and he breaks it down like this. Okay. The solution, according to the curriculum materials, is to name speak to, resist, and transform the hegemonic, Eurocentric, neo-colonial condition in a posture of transformational resistance. The ultimate goal yeah. is to engineer a counter-genocide against whites. Uh, that sounded like something Barack Obama said in his audio book. Uh, yeah. You know? Yeah, it did, actually, yeah. France for no neo-colonialism. <laughs> right. Shut up. Uh, we put out our cigarettes in the carpeting uh, on the floor. Uh, the curriculum includes an official ethnic studies community chant. Oh, yes. Chants. Where the students appeal to the Aztec gods, including uh, the god of Can't human be. sacrifice and cannibalism. For the power to <laughs> but become what's the chant? warriors. What, what is the chant? Uh, let's see. The chant's affirmations, including the Inlock Ek affir- affirmation. Oh, Inlock Ek? Yeah. The Inlock Act. Is that across a, across a chasm? It's probably something I shouldn't even be saying because it's probably really icky. Oh. But it is a, an appeal directly to the Aztec gods. Is it cannibalism so. and, and human sacrifice? <laughs> yes, it seems to be. Who highlighted a that story? Of, of human sacrifice <laughs> and cannibalism. I don't know if you're aware of that.